Hey Doms and Subs, welcome back. So today we will be discussing Everglow, but before we get started, background music today is going to be Butterfly by Hunter Milo or Milo. Since they rebranded from Johnny and PC Gamer, I believe, I could be wrong. I don't know how to fact check this one because I honestly don't know how to find them on Google or anything and I don't have the energy to. Okay, but Everglow. Everglow is a, let me look it up real quick. Okay, Everglow is a South Korean girl group formed by Yuha Entertainment. Hopefully, I said it right. The group is composed of six members: Eiyu, Sin, uh, Siyeon, Mia, Onda, Aisha, and Yiren. Hopefully, I said them correctly and then butcher their names. Please God help me. Okay, Everglow debuted on March 18, 2019, with a single album alive with the single album, Arrival of Everclub. But I will not be focusing on their story. Instead, I will be focusing on what their, what story their albums are trying to tell us. For example, like, actually, what, no examples over here, my bad. Or how like every uh, red velvet, they have their lore about, you know, red, their witches, red are the good witches, velvet are the bad witches. So I assume like every band is trying to tell a story through the albums or we're just gonna make one up and see how things goes okay i will not be focusing on like osts and like their sidetracks but just mainly on like their mini albums which um i think consist of the following going in order since their debut okay so we have arrival of everglow hush reminiscence negative 77.82 times negative 78.29 Last Melody and Return of the Girls. Ghostlight seems like it's not a like a mini album but more like a side soundtrack because it has a featuring artist. I'm not sure I could be wrong though, so I'm not focusing on that or the Everglow for UNICEF Promise campaign or the Pirate Rehab Remix or the shit that was one. Let Me Dance. The Spies Who Loved Me OST special track, I would not be focusing on that because I don't think they actually have anything to do with the lore of a close front side, more as they were just promotions. So love them songs though. Okay. Now, starting with the arrival of Everglow, the deep or the A track of the album was Bonbon Chocolate. Now, as we all know, Everglow, their music videos consist of songs that go hard, go power, go crush. We're gonna fuck them world up. We girls go together. That kind of track. But have you heard their B tracks though? It's always a serene melody, always a beautiful story taking you up and down on a emotional roller coaster of sorts. I could be wrong. I have not checked the lyrics. For example, we have Untouchable, then No Lie, then there are some others that are escaping my mind. But starting with Arrival of Epic Club, we have three tracks on them Moon, Bon Bon Chocolate, and Deep Plus One. So where was I lost my train of thought? Okay, starting with Arrival of Everglow, we have the three tracks, Moon, Bon Bon Chocolate, and D Plus One. Now, I feel like this album really lays out what the discography of Everglow is trying to tell us. Basically, I see it as a story of one girl, Everglow. Let's just call her Everglow for the moment. Bon Bon Chocolate, the A track, the one with the music video, this side they want us to see. The B tracks are the side they don't want us to see. Bonbon Chocolate talks about a girl conquering whatever is in front of her. hyping herself up, telling her she needs to be strong in the music video. We see that six girls, or just to say one girl and her six sides, 
I in a school all alone, there's only one bench showing that she is the lone survivor of some sort of catastrophe that was, I guess, a long time ago. Maybe it's an anarch- fuck, an article? No. Anarchy-esque world, best way to describe it. And seems like she's the only survivor. I would frame her like being Ash from Overwatch, except without the gang and, you know, without the rich influence. It's just she has her tools and she's on her way. D1 talks about her running into this guy and I guess she never expected she could trust somebody like that. D1 tells us about how, you know, like... Okay, I'm gonna quote the English translation of the lyrics. It goes, it's been a long, long time until we got here. The night I wandered alone, all the road that seemed endless. I met you shining on my path. That was the beginning of our story. And that is the beginning of our story with Everglow. The Lone Warrior Princess. I like it. I like that. That's why, okay? <sighs> is this a dream? You're next to me. Is it a miracle? I wanted, I waited for this. I waited for this. And I think it came true. Spring comes, cold winter passes. So, I guess her being alone, Pumpkin Chocolate was the cold winter all alone, just like this winter, how everybody's all alone, or like, the winter of 2020. Oh my god, what a coincidence, the came out of 2019, 2020, we had an alone winter, okay. <laughs> Back to the point, she met somebody, and I guess sparks flew, things started sparking, and Moon talks about how she has only seen this one side of the sky, she knows, and the other side is always hidden like Everglow themselves, we only get to see the music videos which is their strong side, where else their vulnerable sides, the B tracks like Moon, D1, Untouchable, uh, No Lie, Hush, all of them are hidden, where they actually are like gentle and more expressive rather than just always having their guard up. So that's how we start the story of Everglow, with her falling in love with a guy, but seems like they are on two different journeys, seems like they cross paths every now and then, but it isn't like they are together together. Okay, let's see what the next album has to say, which will be, let me check. Wow, just like I said before, or like, just when I brought it up. The next album is called Hush. Hush gave us, again, three tracks. Hush, adios, and you don't know me. Adios is her saying goodbye, love, adios. I should have been the main character. One of the lines in adios, I forgot who said it. But I just saw the music video, I read the caption, okay? I don't speak Korean, I'm just assuming things over here, okay? But as we learned from that song, she's saying goodbye, love, adios. It seems like she broke it off with that one guy because he was making her feel too little and he was trying to be the main character, even though the album, the artist, it's called Everglow, so we talking about Everglow, not, you know, Mr. Dark or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Should I think that's something clever, I guess. <sighs> oh my god. But seems like when that song came out, like I said, they parted ways. And now let's see what Hush and You Don't Know Me are trying to say. So, with Hush. Okay, so given that Hush was at the audios and Adios, fuck, I can't, I'm almost Spanish either, I'm sorry. Given that Hush was about Adios and the album tracklist, I assume it's more of a prequel to, you know, them saying Adios, but I don't know, seems like an afterthought too, because Hush is a story. Fuck, I just forgot what I said, okay, Adios is the cover. It's what she is showing. Hush is what's behind the mask. 
Spice reference. Okay. So hush, tell us about a taboo. Keep it hush hush. I wanna see you again, but I know it's not right for me. Is it wrong? Is it right? I don't know. It just seems like I didn't see the stars in the night sky. Or like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Okay, okay, like you were the moon but I, you were the night sky and I only saw the moon in you. I should have also looked at the stars and not just the dark and light of the moon of the night sky that you are. Yeah, that something like that, okay? That makes more sense. <sighs> but again, the chorus goes as hush. Retro is growing. Shush, monster becomes a good thing. Adults want a quick answer, quietly filling this breath. Hush beautifully shines. Shh, like a dream. I can't share either. Okay. Adults want a quick answer. Listen, I mean for the rest of our lives. Okay, so I assume. Okay, there's also a pre-chorus. Hidden far away, Pandora and the Secret Key, Aurora Blue, and my vows with you. So Pandora and the Secret Key is a reference to Pandora opening the box. Every close sees yourself as Pandora in this thing. And the guy she was with was the box. Was the secret key to the box? I'm not sure. But I guess no, you know what? Falling in love with him was or connecting with him was the secret key to the box that was the guy. And once she opened up, everything good and bad came out. She saw the bad and how it was controlling her in adios and she didn't like it. But she also knows what the good is like. And monsters turning to good thing is what the reference is to because the good is actually really beautiful, kind of like the night sky. The little bright dots with, okay, a really black label with little bright white dots making things sparkle. Yeah. So I'm assuming, in fact, I didn't even see You Don't Know Me, what that means. Okay, let's go see what You Don't Know Me is and then let's come up to a conclusion to what all of this means together. I was wrong. You Don't Know Me is about... Okay, You Don't Know Me tells the story of how the guy is making Everglow, Everglow tremble, tremble, but he doesn't even know her. Like, like, there's a line, I think it's the chorus, it goes like, You shake my heart at your fingertips. You don't know me, you don't know me, ah. Uh, you make my two lips tremble with sweetness. You don't know me, you don't know me. Why can't you see? Why can't you see? Okay, so adios is the cover that's trying to kill the guy goodbye. is the mask that hides everything. Hush and you don't know me is what's behind the cover. So is Moon and D plus one. The guy clearly sees what's behind the mask and that's scaring Everglum. That's why she's expressing like, hush, you don't know me. Because he sees what's hidden behind the mask and she doesn't like it because it's something new, it's something scary because nobody has seen what's behind the mask before. Totally relatable, I know, to everybody. Damn, this is why Everglow is the good, one of my favorite bands, okay? I was gonna say something else too, but I forgot. But anyways, back to the story. And that's why she's ready to say adios because she doesn't like being scared. What are you gonna do with the knowledge you have on me? Are you gonna hurt me? Are you gonna break my heart or is this love gonna transcend to a newer form and we will be together forever? And I think we will have the answer in the next album. Which is Reminiscence, with four tracks in it, starting with Slow Loot, Dun Dun, the cover track. Okay, I forgot how it goes. Okay, Player, No Lie. I have been listening to Lonelight non-stop, that's why I forgot how Dun Dun goes, okay? Don't come flaming at me. Baby, no lie. Oh, by the way, my search for the English lyrics, English lyrics is genius. Just look them up and get the first link. I mean, who doesn't know about genius? So after reading about Reminiscence, I see that I might be wrong, okay? 
Bear with me, okay? So Salute talks about her cheering up girls and saying that we are together in this. We are the girl power. So it seems like my whole story was wrong, okay? Turns out one uh, Chocolate isn't like an aristocratic-esque world. It's more like a kingdom-esque area, monarchy probably. And Everglow was a top graduate. That's why we only see one, you know, chair in the school. And she was the only one fit for being a leader of the female students or female staff. I guess that was the male counterpart too because there has to be, I don't know. And I guess she is feeling all these feelings about the male counterpart. Dun dun. I forgot what it said. Let me go back and see. Okay, so Dun Dun tells us about a story about it gives us more context into the relationship and dynamic I guess they have. Seeing as how she isn't used to a relationship with a I guess soulmate, counterpart, guy or whoever. And um Dunjan tells about she sees this thing as a game. She is the player, she is the mastermind now. When back in, I guess, um I want to say adios, hush era, he was the mastermind, that's why we had the character that you are not the main character, or I should have been the main character all along. So now she's been the main character, she's actually the game master, not just the main character. <laughs> My bad, Stefano, sickness, Decembers, ugh. Now that she is the game master, she is deciding that he is going to be dead. She is going to engrave herself on his heart. And player carries on the story about how she's gonna play with him and how she is going to win. He is gonna be like a married doll, petty in her hands. Moving on to no line. Am I rushing this? I feel like I am, but I promised my friend I would be online in a few minutes and I'm already late, okay? I'm sorry. So, no lie tells us that uh, she wrote everything down in a diary. Everything that happened so far is in a diary. She looks back at it, but she, whenever she thinks about it, everything is blurry, but everything is sparkly and beautiful. Her diary doesn't lie though. Diary remembers all the bad things that happened in the relationship and the diary doesn't lie. And this relationship is like a mystery to her. It's like Antarctica because there's so little known about Antarctica. It's so clear yet so mysterious, I guess. I don't understand the reference. And I don't know how to see but there's a line that says baby you'll be frozen that's from dandan so mm. but okay now coming up through all this it makes me feel like everglow has the uh, okay that's his character in full metal alchemist brotherhood i think she was a uh, major i know she's like a really high position in military i just don't know what the title is but it's oliver mira armstrong olivia mira armstrong my bad love her she was so badass and kicking ass all the time i feel like she and Izumi Curtis were like the perfect like duo to beat people up i don't know they just always seem so fun together uh, but that's the vibe i'm getting from her except Olivier Mira Armstrong never had a guy that we know of, so Everglow, she is like starting to understand her vulnerability and starting to understand the dynamics. She wants to see this as a game. Now, unfortunately, we don't have the perspective of the person she is singing about, so we'll never know their story. But moving on to the next album may give us more insight on how she grows as a person. The next album, oh, it's going to be uh, negative 77.82 times negative 78.29. When you multiply it, we get 6,009 positive 6,900, 6,092.53 or it could be a latitude of some place that I don't know about and let me look it up. 
Oh, so they are the coordinates of Antarctica according to Google. So, apparently I assume this album expands more on the dynamic and how their relationship is big and bleak and just cold because there's nothing in Antarctica. Now, the album negative 77.82 x negative 78.89. We have four tracks on there. La Di Da, Untouchable, Good Boy, and No Reason. So La Di Da was kind of like a retro theme comeback. So La Di Da tells us a story, seems like the person that Everglow is infatuated with puts Everglow on a pedestal and sees them like they see pictures they see movies as because okay in the music video we see black and white references them being on a stage in a 70s disco-esque filter full of nostalgia limelights but the only real part or the only real world we experience is them dancing on street in red outfits so that seems like today's world whereas everything else seems like old movies which would in, like insinuate that person B was trained to learn about the humans or the other gender as though from watching movies and that's all they know about the female gender because assuming that Eric Lowe was a candidate for a military was a student in a military all-female school the same could be said for the other guy or her interest given the empire because you know they would seem to be warriors of sorts okay but Lali Dad tells us like you know I got what you want basically saying that whatever Everglow has is what he wants so he she has the looks she has the prestige of being a female and Everything he sees on the movies is what Everglow wants, but she is so much more than that that she is going to break the, like, trap, you know, like, breaking the illusion, moving past the push and pull, and that's how the relationship dynamic is as well. Push and pull because the next song after La Di Da is Untouchable, where they talk about, this must be fate no matter how I look at it, as I fall deeper into the eyes that seem to look at me, for more special when we're together, the telepathy that only we know, makes my heart flutter. Yeah, so how did like, you see how like they went from such a I am me song, don't judge me, and like let me be my one person song to suddenly a lovey-dovey beautiful cutie song that's the push and pull that she mentioned that's how each and every album has been so far it's either been a push or a pull or each track like how moon is a pull while uh one one chocolate is a push while d plus one is a pull and how hush is a pull again and then we have audios that's a push and then you don't know me is like a frequency in the between and how he's trying to pull but she's trying to push and it's just a confusing mess so far because they don't know what they don't know what the outside world is like they don't have proper social interactions with like people their age and with other adults they have not seen the real world since they were raised in this facility of sorts and further down the lyrics we see that there are lines like your heart is like mine you and i are like one we are so alive talk about talk about us i want you my heart is like yours whatever people say we're untouchable it just makes me feel like they have untouchable is a reference to they have been untouched from the rest of the society or rest of their world and when they say we are alike it just seems like you know I'm going for confirmation bias, obviously, but 
they were raised in basically the same environment. That's how they're alike, and they were both top of the class. That's how they're alike, okay? <sighs> okay, so I just read The Bridge and Untouchable, and it says never touches because only women know. Actually, there is a line further up ahead in the second verse that says, The secret of women makes my heart keep on beating. Obvious love can't be compared with you. No more lies now. That was the chorus, or the second verse. But the verse goes, Never touches because only women know. Never touches because we'll be different. Never touches because only the two of us know. I want her now. Never touches at this moment. Our secrets. We who shared everything don't hide anything. So, it is definitely it seems like they grew up together and I guess they were just in different classrooms but the same academy, female, female and I guess they both could only relate to each other since they were the valedictorian for each of their respective class and now they seem to be untouchable but they still understand each other because they are both women and they both connect together on such a deeper level because Having the same experiences and the same like history and the same struggles makes you connect on all four senses, which is actually not four senses, but all four like bodies, which is the spiritual body, emotional body, mental body, and the physical body. And that's what they're talking about. And seeing them being the both them being women, seems like they have the same struggles. They have the same songs for each other. Yeah. That makes more sense. But don't forget that's not the end of our story because the next track is Good Boy. Or I could be more wrong and it must be that every girl has a crush on a girl and a boy. That suggests that one song uh, that shows their mask, which is the A track, we have Bomb One Chocolate, Adios, La Dida, etc. etc. It's slipping my mind right now. And then two B tracks, one is Moon, one is D plus one. They serve different rights, but they serve the same purpose, which is showing their vulnerabilities. Because Good Boy is kind of throwing me off a loop, okay? So I guess with Good Boy, Everglow wants to express her more promiscuous, more taboo side, more playful, or more of the. Um, I want to play Blair Waldorf dancing in front of Chuck Bass in his bar on the stage. Whereas uh, Blair Waldorf being a good, good, or a goody two shoes girl with Nate Archibald. Yeah. Or it could be, holy shit, there's so many freaking scenarios in this world. Why is this world so complicated? It could be that Everglow is trying to change up the relationship with this friend of theirs. I'm assuming a girl this time because the sensitive delicate side, the Nate, Al Nate Orchibald side is the girl-girl relationship, the female sisterhood relationship, okay, of them being friends and girlfriends, whereas the Chuck and Blair situation of the good boy song, the moon era song, her being infatuated with the romance of the relationship and how being in love with a friend is taboo and being with a girl is also taboo, so it could be like... You know, you and I are the same kind. Are we friends? Can we be more than friends? I want to be like with you, but I also want to be with you. You know, like does that make sense? Or the same could be said about a guy. Okay, okay, because okay, what I'm referencing from the, my lyrics is like, I guess it's in the pre-chorus. Or like the chorus. Okay, or the words too for good boy. Okay, it goes, it's time for our relationship to ring. Okay, too noisy, but will you focus on me now? I'm the queen, the spotlight just suits me. A perfect and flawless boy for me, perhaps that's you. Once in love, must be sure of it. Must be the good boy, must be the good boy. You get pulled in front of me like that. Must be the good boy, must be the good boy. You know, you know, you know, you got me. Shall we make eye contact? Shall I steal your heart? The moment you fall for me, 
I'm in love with a good boy. So given this lyrics, I guess there's a dynamic of the bad girl good boy of that other person's personality and Eric Lowe is trying to find out how are we going to connect? Am I going to be the partner, the bad girl partner in crime best friend of you? Or are you going to be my good boy and I'm going to be the girl who dominates you? But girl kind of thing, you know? And I'm just saying the same thing over and over again. So I will move on to the next song, which is No Good Reason. Okay, so No Good Reason kind of sheds more light on the situation. Seems like... Okay, I'll just read the lyrics here, okay? I've thought about it all night. We seem to have cherished each other too much. Yo, feels like they... <laughs> Why did I say you like that? God, I love Aisha, okay. Feels like they will become wounds. Did they pile up so much that the covered cracks can't handle anymore? Okay. A day feels like a complete lie. Everything, just a wind blew. Just a little wind blew. Um, and then the chorus says to me, you're always spring. No good reason, no good reason. It's too early to become winter. No good reason, good reason. Pause the hot summer. Going around the faded autumn. But now, but I'm now, I can't find some good reason, good reason let, to let you go. Huh, <sighs> so, okay. Seems like the situation is where they are each other's springs. It was good for a while, but you know, spring needs to go and you can't always hold on to it. Like I used that spring is short, but it will come back. So, when it's time to let go, that's why the Antarctica, Antarctica doesn't have a spring. Okay, that makes more sense now. <sighs> so, I guess they are in Antarctica and they're trying to hold on to this thing that feels like a spring. But the spring needs to go because if it doesn't go, the harsh winter is gonna kill all the good flowers and they will never bloom again. But they don't wanna let it go and that's how the wounds are piling up. <sighs> and I also don't know how else to expand on this. Let me read more of the lyrics. So song is talking about how it is no good reason or there is no good reason to hold on to you except for the flame that's still burning and keeping this relationship alive. And how long is it still going to stay alive for? Is it going to die out soon or is it going to consume us and burn us alive and destroy us? That's what the dynamic is like. They don't know how far things are going. They don't know at what point in life will they separate. And which, which shape, uh, which, oh my god, what am I trying to say? Okay, they don't know how far in point they will separate and which will be shed on more light by the next album which is i guess return of the girl or actually no it's last melody my bad <laughs> so at last melody we find first uh, we see the songs first don't ask don't tell please please oh god i love don't ask don't tell so first we have first <laughs> I don't know why I said that like that, okay? But it was fun for me, okay? First talks about how she comes first, how she is always the winner, and how she is going to win over this relationship. She has hope. She found the, okay, in the music video, she found the little flower forest between the desert and some ground, and then that helped her transcend space and time because their love was so powerful. That's how they overcame. They crossed the boundaries, they are together now. He told that I'm not giving up on you and I guess that made them go blossom and that's how they found their spring, permanent spring in the Bahamas, hopefully. I guess that's how it is in the Bahamas, I don't know. Maybe one day I'll know. And that's how they transcended space and time because they're in love now. Next, we have the story of Don't Ask, Don't Tell. So let's see what that song asks you, our story. All the first does seem like a happy ending. 
the way I say it. I don't know if that's what the song actually meant, okay? I kind of skimmed through the lyrics. I was too focused on the music video. Oh my god, Don't Ask, Don't Tell is so sweet. It's just them embracing the night and enjoying, or I guess Everglow just being like, hey, we're finally together and it's one peaceful night. Let's just enjoy it. In the morning, don't ask her what's gonna happen next. Don't tell me about what bad things are coming. Let's just enjoy the moment and live in it. And now let's see what Please Please is about because I hope Please Please is about them just, you know, being together, being like, please just stay with me. And this last melody, the album name, is like indicative to the last melody of their dramatic or to their sad saga. And Return of the Girl is gonna be a nice, happy story. Oh my god, Please Please is about a sad departure, but not a sad departure, okay? It was like, hey, I have to go, but I still love you. And the person was like, don't say goodbye, this is not a goodbye, because we will be back together someday and live together forever happily. Okay, Please Please talks about how they don't wanna like, oh my god, what the fuck is the line? I just had it, I lost it, okay? How is sweet in the moment, and your warmth is as sweet as falling asleep. Falling asleep, a quiet night, a rush of wind. Are you hoping for another rush? So being with them was like a rush of wind, a night peaceful of love, night full of peace and love. I don't know what I'm saying. Huh. Okay, and then there's another line for the low melodies because our Antarctica is shining sadly. Now no more goodbye. So I guess this is the part where they have to leave because filled with melodies, our Antarctica is shining sadly. So. I guess Antarctica is talking about the lowest point inside themselves, like the lowest point of the soul, and that is where they hide all their, all their true emotions. And now that Antarctica is shining but sadly, insinuating that it's like sparkling under the moonlight, okay, sunbathing under the moon, but like you were sad, that's why, but also happy that this happened, you just had that it's, you know, coming to an end. And no more, or the line, no, no more goodbye, insinuates that we are not ending this. This will continue again, and it's gonna continue in the return of the girl, because that's what the fucking title is of the album, and this better be that because I'm definitely invested in the story. So, Return of the Girl has five tracks, Taurus One being back together, like we predicted. Next is Pirate, third is Don't Speak, 99, and then Company. Okay. So, we only see the music video for Pirate, making a bold entrance like how pirates do. That's what I'm assuming the story is trying to say. Making a bold entrance, coming back into the world, and be like, yo, I'm a pirate, I go my own way, but I'm coming back. What if there's a story of like, you know, Beto and Nguan from Genshin? So Back Together is about her craving the other person and wanting to go back to them. Asking like, can I come on a journey to search for you? Will you look up at the sky and come back to me? I'm calling out to you. Can you hear my calls? I don't want- okay, so there's a line that goes like, um, If I'm lost, I'll be ensuingly waiting so that we don't cross. I'm here staying. I don't know what to do. My heart doesn't have answers. I'm losing my mind. I can't- I think I can't do it any longer. Pulling me bit by bit, I'll walk towards to meet you. So she's blindly following her instincts, going to her true love's craving. Y'all know that like the broken heart syndrome where you cannot live without the other person or something like that. I know of it. I have not researched it, okay? So like, it's kind of like that, you know, like you're so in love that you cannot function without the person you love and you know that's that's what i heard like 
it was long ago somebody told me or I think it was a YouTube video that like old people they die so close to their spouse because they love them so much and like their heart couldn't handle living without them so they kind of like it starts functioning and just they just die because they couldn't function without their other partner and that's why they die so close together yeah that's so sad right but kind of a happy ending for them too like in the next life they'll be back together kind of hopeful but thinking that's what the song vibe is giving me like hey let's be back together i'll be back together yet i don't know my instincts tell me this is where you are so i'm just following them and that pop was my tour right now now pirate charles's reminds us actually that hey just because i'm saying i missed you and i'm going on a journey to come find you and i may be lost don't forget i'm still a pirate i'm still a strong bitch that can hold myself when i have a fleet full of women to support me and who got my back and that's how the journey begins pirate is the beginning of the journey girl going on a voyage to find her lover i assume let's see what don't speak has to say so don't speak talks about the reunion and how it's fucking awkward for the guy because he doesn't know how to interact with her now because it's been so long that he doesn't know if they're together or not but she is like hush baby shut up and kiss me and that's a line that goes i'll forgive you no lie insinuating that she'll forgive him for being so stupid and even i'm surprised for him being so stupid it's sickening because there's no fun because we've already been through this that's not the line i'm just like completing the sentence again I am assured you're the man I'm in love with. It's you, yes you. Okay. Oh, you're such a bad boy. Such a bad, bad, bad boy for me. Okay. But saying that, hey, you're so stupid. You know, like, you know we have this connection. You know, I'm in love with you. We've been through this. So just kiss me already. Why are you hugging me so awkwardly? Just kiss me. This is your last chance. Kind of like that. Next song is 99, I believe. So let's see what that adds to the story. I feel like we are coming to a conclusion to whatever Everglow's story is. And her happily being with this guy helped like never no worries or anything so so i guess this album or the new story or the new arc for everglow written of the girl is about how she wants to get the guy again and because he's fucking stupid and he's always busy and she is trying to seduce him i guess because the uh the song is like secrets in the dark 99 yeah secrets in the dark 99 hopping in dimensional time travel um and Late now, chasing fast after you? Wait, how? My feet are spinning up. Get down, but suddenly again. Oh yeah, Benny, Benny, little Benny. Wonder who's so busy, busy. Find somebody, what you, uh, what you wanted. Now it's your last chance on the clockwork. And centering that, yo, it's your last fucking chance. We can be together now, so stop being stupid. I'm assuming, like, because I'm kind of distracted. But I feel like Don't Speak and Nighty Night were like kind of the song saying like, hey, come back to me, like we're together, so stop being stupid. I still love you. Trying to make, like, trying to reassure the person that she still loves them. And now let's see what the last song, the company, or company has to say. Okay, so company confused me. It's like saying, hey, you're boring, go back, back, back to the line or something like that. You want my company, but you don't deserve it, something like that. So I'm utterly confused now because I don't know what to think. I feel like in conclusion, since out of all of this, I feel like Everglow is a story about a girl who is a top of the class, who runs the world, who is her own boss, and she doesn't know her vulnerable side, which is her intro cop. The side unknown, the side to the south, the side that nobody focuses on, and the side that's crumbling away. 
Her happiness, her emotions are on that side. But her strength, her everything, her confidence is by the equator on her face. And what she's showing to the world, showing to us in the music videos, okay? And to the person she is infatuated with too. She sees some parallels with the person, but she doesn't know how to express them parallels. Uh, parallels with this person, okay? I don't know how to say those words. <sighs> but turns out like they have a thing for each other. They also grew up the same way or they were raised the same way. And they are the only ones who understand each other, but they have the same Antarctica where they are disconnected from each other. One's being strong while the other's being vulnerable, and the other's being vulnerable while the one's being strong. And they can never seem to connect together. There's always this push and pull. And when there's a pull, there's always a push. It's like a yo-yo, kinda, or like two magnets, not sides and south sides. And it seems like they're always in polarity, but they're so, so attracted to each other but they just don't know how to express it. Seems like they want to be together, but things keep happening, or they just keep making difficulties for them. You know, it's like the Blair and Chuck of three, le uh, three words, eight letters, say it and I'm yours, and nobody wants to be the first one to say it, they just want to keep playing games. Kind of like that. I feel like Everglow is Blair in the situation, but we never know the side of the other person since we don't know who these songs are for. So, I guess the mystery is gonna be a mystery forever and maybe I will do like at a new part if a new album comes out if I can connect the dots or I will forget like all about it but let me know what you guys think and this is all for tonight and I hope you guys enjoyed it and listen to every group don't forget to stream them bye bye good night pieces and I will go play some old watch with my friend at 2 45 a.m. because he went to sleep right now. He's sick, okay? Everybody's sick right now. I have this other person that will watch with my grandma. My sister was sick before she left to India. Damn, like everybody is sick over here except for me. I'm just living my best life, kind of. Uh, bye. Have a good night. Pieces and bye.